At Vinton County National Bank, we believe in supporting the areas where we live and work. Now, we'd like to honor those who also serve our communities. Our new Community Champions account is especially for first responders, veterans, active military, and anyone employed in the fields of healthcare or education. This account offers rewards, discounts, and other benefits to those who give so much to others. Vinton County National Bank, rewarding those who serve. Would you like to work closer to home, save money on gas, and be rewarded for your hard work and attendance? Then Belicio Foods is looking for you. That's right, Belicio Foods is now hiring for multiple positions and shifts with great employee benefits, an on-site health clinic, competitive wages, and advancement opportunities. Belicio Foods is a company that truly values their employees. Apply online at Beliciofoods.com careers. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Happy Tuesday, James. Happy Tuesday, Jennifer. We're here. We are here. We're so glad to have you back. We missed oh, you. Thank you. I'm I'm I missed you. Are your fingers crossed? No. Does that mean you're telling a fib? No, I would never. I I miss being here so much. I would have so much rather been here on Main Street TV. Then on, then vacation. on vacation last week. <laughs> sure. Yep. With your girlfriend. <laughs> yes. Yes. I would have much rather been here. <laughs> okay. I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems like uh, you guys held down the fort pretty well while I was gone. Yeah, for sure. And I do you know, want to give a big shout out to everybody that pitched in and especially <clears throat> our sweet Dylan who mm -hmm. had to kind of become uh, James for the yeah, week. I and you know, do all of the crazy crap that you have to do all the time. Yeah, I think Dylan got a little bit of a taste of what <laughs> it's like to just have people pop in here, ask you to do things that you don't know how to do, have nobody here to ask how to do them, and then just have to learn how to do it. Yes. And then do it. Is, was, that, is that an accurate description, Dylan? Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. <laughs> I was witness to numerous times of people popping in and being like, Oh, James is on vacation. Well, Dylan, do you know how to blah, blah, blah? And he'd be like. No. And, well, sure. He was super, sure. That's basically. And then they would leave and I'd be like, Dylan, do you know how to do it? No. Well, maybe. But I think you figured it all out for the most part. But you did. Yeah, and I that's problem did. solving. <clears throat> and that's, um, that's actually <clears throat> a really me. good skill to have that some folks oh, I yeah. feel like don't have. Oh, yeah. I've, <laughs> I've had people come to me and ask me like really basic questions. And it's just like, well, I don't necessarily know how to do that myself, but I know how to figure it out. And you probably should know how to figure it out, too. Correct. Yeah. But I um so like my reaction to that is like if someone told you you were going to <clears throat> die if you didn't figure out how to do that. Could you figure it out? Depends on what it is. <laughs> yeah, I know. If I had to do some like physics equation, I'm bit. well, okay, but like something basic that they're just like asking because oh, they don't want to like uh, drive a tour bus without going below sixty miles per hour. Ooh, like in speed. Yes. Yeah. Or a cruise ship. Yeah. Speed like two. speed two. <laughs> <laughs> or steal a semi and back it up all the way down the highway. Yeah, that happened while I was gone. So I like Dude. I saw a little. I can't get over it. I, I just saw can't a get little it. blurb about it on Facebook. Did I you think, see the video? Well, I saw Jeremiah was live there, and nothing was really happening when I saw the video. So I didn't really get like. Did you the see the? Someone posted an actual video. <clears throat> Of, of, it, the police of the police yanking the chasing dude, it. Yes, and the police yanking the dude out and the guy going backwards down the highway. And it's mm -hmm. on Facebook. Okay, I'll have to look it up. It's on that um, that Guardian site or whatever. Southern, what is it called? I think like Washer or something. Yeah, it's on that site. Well, see if you can find that real quick, Dylan. It's, it is a... It is a hoot. It's on Facebook, okay. Dylan, if you if you can find it. Um, I don't know if they care if we show their video or not, but you shouldn't put it on Facebook if you don't want us to show it. Yeah. Um, so, we'll yeah, all kind whoever. of crazy things Where happen. I will say that I 
have driven a semi. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Did I tell you that? I have driven the Six Sense beer delivery van. <laughs> <laughs> That's and the closest so, thing to a semi I've been in. And what did you say, James? <clears throat> I don't want to do it again. <laughs> the thing is rattly. No, you um so this is the weird thing about our delivery van. If it's packed down, no. it's it's fine. They're mm-hmm. they're meant to be they're meant loaded to be down. Loaded, yeah. And so when it's like all loosey goosey mm-hmm. when there's yeah. nothing in it. Yeah. It's very rattly, yeah. yes. Yeah, I've been in some U-Hauls and I it's the same kind of thing. Yeah. 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 But no, um, when we used to have an advertiser that had a um, a semi truck um, school, oh yeah, like a truck driving school, sure. and he was like, "Come down," and he wanted me to do some videos and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I did, and he's like, "I'm gonna have you drive a truck before you leave," and I was like, "There is no flipping way I am driving mm-hmm. a semi truck, like Mm-mm. with the trailer and the whole nine oh, yeah. yards." Did you have to back it up? Yes, and. So the thing is, like, if you don't know, you have to, like, double clutch Mm -hmm. a semi-truck. So you, like, have to push the clutch in and then push the clutch in again to get Mm -hmm. it to, like, shift into gear. So that was, like, really complicated. And then if you think about it, you can't see, right? So, like, your back window of your cab is looking into a big trailer. So you're just like, Mm -hmm. but I did it. I mean, you know, in a in a closed yeah. in um, with somebody, parking lot. <laughs> yeah, with somebody whispering in your ear yeah. when to turn and whatnot. Yeah. But it was fun. <clears throat> but it's hard. Yeah, I on you know the show MythBusters. Yeah, we're talking about having to. We're joking about speed. Yeah, uh, you know another movie cliche is like you're on an airplane and the pilot becomes disabled somehow, yes. and a passenger has to land the plane. Correct. So th- this is an episode of MythBusters where they test to see if someone that has never flown a plane before could f- fly could land a plane okay. just based on like somebody telling them how to do it over the radio. I think there's a lot of fact would be so many factors yeah. involved in that. Like what kind of plane? Like a like a big like a passenger like a, plane, like a commercial yeah. plane. Yeah, like a commercial okay. plane. So anyway, so they did in this little flight simulator with like, you know, a gra- ground control kind of in their headset telling them what to do. And they were all able to do it. Really? Yeah. It seems like <clears throat> the commercial planes, I don't know. I've never flown a plane, mm-hmm. uh, but it seems like they would be almost easier than. The, I think so. Because they, they do a lot, lot of, of stuff themselves. There's a lot of automation. Yeah. But. Yeah. Still, still. Uh-uh. do you want to be in charge of that? No, no, <laughs> I'm no, no, good. no, no, no. How you doing, Dylan? Well, I did my best, but I cannot. All right, that's okay. We'll we'll okay. we'll talk more about the yeah. Next time it's in the news, we'll talk more about. We're gonna the find this. We're gonna find this video. Um, show it, but it is a hoot. <clears throat> so I, w- I want to tell you about my vacation. Yes, because James went on vacation last week. Yeah. We know that you missed him. I, we missed we, you. I know. And Dylan definitely Dylan missed definitely you. did. But before before I get into the vacation, I want to give Dylan one more shout out. Yes. Uh, because Dylan, well, I got another shout out for Dylan later. But okay. right now, my shout out for Dylan is that he covered the Homegrown Happy Hour by himself this week. He, he did, did all of the video. I know that that was asking a lot of him. Yes. And I think it was a fairly stressful uh, experience because he was just kind of out there on his own, you know, kind of without a safety net. But, you know, he, he did, he did, he did it. He did it. Uh, some of the videos are out there now. You can check them out. The performer uh, on last week's show was Corduroy Brown yes. from Huntington. Super talented guy. Yep. Um, <clears throat> but a little bit of a side note to Corduroy's performance on Homegrown Happy Hour, which you can listen to in its entirety on the Homegrown Happy Hour podcast. There you go. Available on all major podcast platforms. Yes. But before the show, uh, he had put out on social media that he had a used guitar that he was interested in donating to somebody that was interested in learning guitar. Yes. Well, uh, a gentleman that you may know, uh, Morgan Washam, uh, who's been on the show several times, who, of course, helps with the Bart Wiseman Sonic Rhythm Academy, which is, you know, a charity teaching kids how to play instruments. Saw that post and was like, hey, I know some kids that could absolutely use that guitar. Absolutely, yes. Uh, So Morgan reached out to Corduroy and said, hey, you know, told him about the Sonic Rhythm Academy. So I've got a student that would definitely could definitely use that. So uh, 
at Homegrown Happy Hour this past Thursday. Dylan's got the picture. So here's Corduroy Brown so uh, presenting uh, what? Uh, Lily Lin- Linninger. Is that is that right, Dylan? So. All right. So yeah. So Lily Linninger being presented that guitar by Corduroy Brown on Homegrown Happy Hour. It was so good. Yeah. And so of course she is a student in the Sonic Rhythm Academy. That's right. And now you here. get to hear Lily play <clears throat> that guitar every mm-hmm. time they perform. Yep. Yep. So Morgan said that she is one of their star students, but she didn't have a guitar. Uh, then Corduroy agreed that this was a great idea. He cleaned it up, made it look brand new. When he arrived, he brought his student with Morgan brought uh, Lily with him. And Corduroy approached her and explained the story behind the guitar and how him and Morgan had set this up. And Lily said that she is very thankful and appreciated the gesture. That is so sweet. Yeah. Uh, Corduroy said, music has helped me so much and made me happier. I know it will make her happy and she will make others happier. That is the whole goal. And that is the goal of music. It is. Yeah. It is. Absolutely. Make, and Make uh, people feel things. What a wonderful, yeah. wonderful story. Yeah. Very sweet. Very nice gesture. Uh, and the Sonic Rhythm Academy performed yesterday at the Jackson County Fair. They did. Mm-hmm. Yep. As part of the Rock This Life. Yes. Uh, free Kids Day. They, uh, the Sonic Rhythm Academy performed i think that's so wonderful and what they're doing um is is a great 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 gesture and Mm -hmm. and um bart would be so happy about it yeah oh yeah just love it yeah absolutely yep but hey, speaking of music, yeah, I just got back from Music City, USA. You did Nashville, Tennessee. You went to Nashville, yeah. Tennessee, somewhere I've never been. Strangely enough, mm-hmm. yeah, that surprised me a little bit. Yeah, it seems like a place that uh that you would be into. I know, and and it's like totally on our short list of places to visit, but we just, just haven't never made it there. Made it there yet? Yeah. yeah. And the great thing is, I ha- I will say, I have been to Nashville one time, but it was just staying the night on a trip to mm-hmm. Florida. <laughs> it was like the halfway point. Yeah. But I did stay the night in Nashville on my 21st birthday. Oh, did you go out? I did, and I did not Don't. get carded, and I was so mad. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of my memory of my 21st birthday, too. I'm like... The girl, it, it, we just went to dinner. It wasn't like we went out like mm-hmm. to a bar or anything. Mm-hmm. We went to dinner and I was with adults. So it wasn't like, I'm sure that they yeah. were just like, this girl's old enough or she wouldn't be ordering a drink. With a you. drink. And uh, she just kept on walking. And I was like. <laughs> well, this was, this was back when the drinking age was 18. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> 1976. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you crack yourself up. Hey, you're cracking me up today. (laughs) Um, But anyway, we had a lot of fun. I was born in 75. Thank you very much. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. So back to your trip. (laughs) Um, So yeah, we had a lot of fun. Uh, I'm going to make Dylan. I didn't send Dylan any picture of this, so I'm going to see how fast. I'm crying already. <laughs> We're just cracking ourselves up this <laughs> yeah. morning. Um, so I didn't send Dylan any pictures of this. So I'm gonna make him uh, see how fast he can find this. Okay. So the first place we stopped and was go. <laughs> stopped was the Bernheim Arboretum and Research Forest. And man, look how fast he's look typing. At his he's like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna impress him. I'm gonna find this real fast. Um, but the re- uh, so it's Bernheim, B-E-R-N-H-E-I-M. And so the reason we – this is uh, near Louisville, Kentucky, and so it's really beautiful kind of like nature preserve. Yeah. But the reason we stopped here is they have these sculptures of these giants. Yes. They're like they're like trolls. And it's so funny because I saw like your pictures, but I wasn't like understanding where <clears throat> you were, <laughs> what yeah. was going on. So this is really yeah, cool. Yeah, it's, it's very neat place. I, I had seen – I had heard of this before and I'd seen pictures of these statues. Yeah, like how do you find these places? Oh, I, well, like so I'd just seen other people stop there like on Facebook okay. and stuff like that before. But they're very, very cool. And like I said, they're these big wooden statues of like trolls. And it, so they're, they're like carved out like someone's like – 
Well, they're carved. not really carvings. They're they're like put together piece by piece, like, like those, of trees and stuff. Like yeah, yeah, the, yeah. It's it's all it's all wooden. I mean, okay. it's it's screwed together. Like it's built. You know, like it's not it's not like whittled out of a tree. Okay, like it's like it's because they're huge. Yeah, they're I don't know, fifteen to twenty feet tall, maybe. Uh, most they're mostly sitting, so they're like if. This is not it. No. That is abs- That is not that it is at metal, all. Not trees, and they're not trolls. <laughs> so sir, search. So it's B E R N H E I M, and then search giants. So they're, they're like big wooden trolls. Oh yeah, I've seen these before. Okay, <laughs> <You> found it. <laughs> what was that picture you showed? It was just a statue of some guy like, named Bernheim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was not it. Uh, but these funny. were very, very cool. So <clears throat> they. So is this like a park that you yeah, have to, pay I guess, to get into, or no, you just well, stop and? No, it's donation only. Okay. I don't. I'm, I don't think it's a state park. I think it's privately run. I'm not really sure. Um, but it was really neat. They, and they, you know, yes. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, so that is uh, the smallest one, I think, actually. But, yeah, so it's very cool. It's just made out of, like, planks of wood and stuff like that. It's really neat. This one, it's kind of hard to see in this picture, but if you could see a wider view, you see how it's got its hand on a stone? Yeah. So there's a lot of other stones off to the side there, and it's kind of like it's playing a game, like, throwing stones okay but it's all these like big stones that's so, so cool. yeah so it's really cool so I this wonder how sorry i wonder how they keep those things like in good shape like do they seal them or oh i'm yeah i, I yeah i would say it's probably sealed the same way you would a wooden deck or yeah. something like that but yeah I, they these were be, built by an artist out of sweden i think okay uh and then they were built there like on site or at least assembled on site that is not one of them. That is, that may be the same artist, but that is not one of these. That is somewhere else. But Dylan. yeah, well, he's it, one for three. Yeah, well, that may have been the same artist because it looks very similar. Looks but that is not one of these ones. I wonder but, if that artist assembles uh, or, or develops um, furniture for IKEA. Maybe because that's if he is Swedish, you, you know, yeah. the Swedish um, way of putting things together is pretty brilliant. <laughs> yeah, you may be right. That may have been what inspired <laughs> him. Um, but it was really cool. They had this big like lake there. It was just like full of turtles. Just so many turtles. I'd never seen so many turtles in all my life. That's weird. Just turtles everywhere. Did you it, stick your did you pet one? I did not pet any no. of the turtles. Um, there were a few few other uh People there in attendance that were very amazed by the turtles, and it was okay. quite funny. See, look, people, city folk that had never seen a turtle before. I Isn't think. that wild? <laughs> uh, or yeah, <laughs> but that was very cool. So it was just uh, you know kind of about a two mile hike. For they have a really nice little um, like lodge there, a gift shop, and a restaurant, and all that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. And then there's a lot of like hiking to do. And we just did the one trail where you went through the, and saw those giants. Like I said, it was about two miles down and back. It was a lot of fun. It was incredibly hot. I bet. I bet. <laughs> um, and this was really funny. They're, so they know it's kind of long. So there's like a parking lot kind of in the middle of it. So if you want to s- kind of skip half of it and you can just drive around and park there. But we walked the whole way. And when we, but when we got to that parking lot, the Kona ice guy is parked right there. <laughs> Brilliant. And I was like, dude, that guy is smart. He knows everybody's doing this walk and they're just like dying. I just need Because that ice. parking lot was like at the hottest part because there's a part that doesn't have any shade. Yeah. And I was like, man, that dude is smart. Um, but it was very cool. They had lots of really beautiful like flowers and foliage and things like that. Really interesting stuff. Plants cool. that you don't normally see yeah. growing in our region. Very, very cool. Um, and then, uh, so from there, we made it into Nashville proper. Okay. Uh, and the main reason that we went uh, was we went to see one of my girlfriend's favorite bands yes. at the Ryman Auditorium, which is, of course, the original home of the Grand Ole Grand Opry. Grand Opry, yeah. Yeah, uh, building. Yeah, so here's the inside of it here. Uh, so this was originally built in like 1850, 
I think. You, yeah, and you were telling me, and I did not know this, that it was originally a church. Yeah, so it is originally was the Union Baptist Tabernacle Church or something like that. Wow. And it's still, so I think I sent you a photo of the outside, Dylan. It's a red brick building. Looks like a church. Yeah, it looks like a church. <laughs> so there is a, um, like, like a keystone or whatever, cornerstone, whatever you want to call it, uh-huh. on the front. Yeah, so you can kind of see oh, it, but wow. you can't read it. You can't read it in that picture. But it has the, it still has the original name on it. And it is. Um, it doesn't look like a music venue from the outside. No, it right? really doesn't. So, yeah, so. It, it was the Union Gospel Tabernacle. Nice. And so if you look there in the very center, there's a little kind of tan pitched pitched thing. Yeah. In so it is that's writ, that's what's written on that kind of that's keystone there. Cool. Uh, so it was let's see if I can find 1892 is when it opened its doors. Wow. Yeah. It's been around a while. It's been around for a long time. Uh, Helen Keller gave a presentation there. Yeah. Uh, so obviously in the early days, it was mostly like uh, revivals, church revivals sure. and things like that. Uh, and then 1940s, like radio became like a big thing. Mm-hmm. And that is sort of what the Grand Old Opry was born out of is sure. those like early days of radio. Yeah. Uh, it's very cool inside there. There is still you could still see the radio booth and things like that off the side. Really, really cool venue. Not like anything I any concert venue I had been to before. You said it's like still church pews. Yeah, and the stuff. chairs are still church pews. <laughs> this is wild. And it, it's not big. I don't know how many people it sits. I'm gonna look up how many people it sits. Because one thing I was thinking when we were in there is like, man, this is really not that big. Like it, it, like it doesn't really seem like it would fit that many more people than like Stewart's Opera House in Nelsonville. Yeah. Uh, I don't look up how many people it sits. But it was it was it was very cool, yeah. So two thousand three hundred and sixty two is max capacity. Yeah, yeah. So it's really not a lot. The we did not get to go up in the balcony, um, but if you look at a picture of the balcony, the balcony is a lot bigger than it seems like it is. Okay. Um, Yeah, it was it was very very cool. Um, So it was in like really bad condition back in like the seventies and eighties, and it was. In danger of being demolished, Ooh. or maybe a little earlier than that. I, I don't remember yeah. the years exactly. Uh, but then Amy Lou Harris recorded a live album there. Amy Lou Harris, Harris yeah. and it uh, won a Grammy Award. Uh huh. And then they were like, "Well, we can't tear we, this down yeah, now." We better <laughs> <save> <laughs> because <this laughs> yeah, because she just made it famous again. <laughs> uh, so then they began kind of remodeling it, and That's it, yeah, it reopened in 1994 Great for. Story. Like full on, you know, full concerts speed ahead and concerts and everything. Yeah, so it was it was very very cool. So that's cool. So you guys got to experience Nashville. You kind of went down for that concert, mm-hmm. but also got to experience a lot yeah, more. Yeah. So there's a lot of neat things in Nashville. Uh, we went to Antique Archaeology, which is the American Pickers store. Have you guys ever seen this the show American Pickers? They went, yeah, yeah. that's so cool. So yeah, so they have us have a store there. It Wait, is, did you get to meet any of the pickers? So no, but I do have a little bit of a side story to that okay. in a minute. So um, but yeah, it's in this historic building that used to be like a car factory or something. Okay. Very that cool would make building. Sense. Is that uh, it? That is not it. So I didn't send you a picture of this. I'm sorry, Dylan. <laughs> Um, you can't, if you want to search antique archaeology, Nashville, you can find a picture. I didn't, yeah. I didn't take very many pictures inside cause it was kind of dark and moody lighting, yeah. but it was very cool. It was a fun mix of like souvenir type things and like actual antiques and stuff like that. I almost bought, I almost bought one antique there. They had these vintage Kodak advertisements oh. from like, uh, you know, photo developing like kiosks or whatever. Yeah. I almost bought one of those. It was just like cool. a big poster. And I was like, well, I don't, I don't need a, uh, like, what I don't I need to spend $50 on a yeah. old poster of a dog, <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, but it was very neat in there. It was really, it was really cool. 
it's very it's you know if you've watched that show you know the kind of things that they're into like motorcycles and gas and, and old signs old signs yeah there's a lot like yeah is that so it? that is it so that's what it cool. looks like inside there yeah i think that's it very yeah. good yeah yeah so there's an evil Knievel jumpsuit that's that white jumpsuit yeah. there in the middle that was we saw that when we were in there so it was very cool um, and then another neat place we went by, went to that was not too far from there. Uh, you can look a picture of this up too, Dylan. So we went to Third Man Records, which is Jack White's record store. Jack White from the band The White Stripes. Yeah. So we were only able to go into the gift shop area, but this is actually a like working record pressing plant. So, like they actually physically make make records vinyl. There. Yeah, they physically that make so vinyl cool. records there. And it's one of the few factories left in all of the world that still does this. And they like they are a big. You know, when you go into Walmart right now and you see this, like they have vinyl records in Walmart, and this this place is a big part of why that's why they able. Still to, exist, why that yeah. still exists. So it was very cool. And again, it's very similar to the American Picker place. It's a little bit of a that is a different location maybe i don't know like i said we were only in like the gift shop area um so this is not this is not where we were at but that is another location that they have or another part of that building that we didn't get to go in but it was very cool and again like a lot like the american picker place it was kind of part little museum and kind of part little gift shop that's so fun. And it was really fun and kind of kitschy. Um, this was kind of funny. Uh, so my girlfriend bought a vinyl record there, and it was like a double pack. You know, it's got two two vinyls. Okay. Uh, when we got home a couple of days later and went to listen to it, we realized that they gave us two identical records instead of both discs. No! <laughs> so, so she's gonna have to uh, email them and be like, "Hey, can you like send me another can copy you, of like, this? Send me the other record." <laughs> so. You know, I guess when you're uh, dealing with like analog things like that, sometimes, sure. uh, sometimes stuff like that happens. Hey, maybe you could sell that on eBay for a whole lot of money because it maybe. was like a mistake. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Um, and then, so Dylan, you want to put that the picture that you put up just a minute ago, that printing press that I told you. you yeah. So this was really cool. So um, we did go to the Country Music Hall of Fame, but we didn't do the full tour. Okay. We just did a tour of this facility. And so this is the Hat Show Print. Uh, This is a printing press company that has been in business since the 1800s. Wow. They still make signs and posters the old-fashioned way. That's Laying out type one letter at a time, running ink on it, and running it through that press. Is oh very my yeah, gosh. so it's very cool. I I got to do a little bit of this sort of thing in college, and I really enjoyed it. Um, but it was very cool. They these guys made the lineage for this company goes back to like I said, like the eighteen you know fifties or whatever. Uh, but it, they really kind of grew with the music scene in Nashville, and they started making all the posters for the Ryman, the, the all the Opry posters, everybody that did a show at the Ryman. And that's kind of what made him somewhat historically significant and helped them be able to like survive as long as they have. That's awesome. And they are still surviving and they now have a print shop inside the Country Music Hall of Fame. And they still make by hand posters for every single show at the Ryman. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. And they're, you know, like limited edition and all yeah. that stuff. So it's very, very cool. We got to make a little poster, run it through the press and everything. Oh, you did? They let you yeah. do that. That's yeah. so fun. And then we bought their poster that they had made for the show that we went to. Oh, cool. Which was, you know, a very cool kind of souvenir. Yeah. But it was really neat. And uh, Dylan, give a Google, just Google that, Google Hatch Show Print, uh, and then, like, find one of the posters. There's, there's probably an Elvis one that will pop up. Um, so you'll you'll see kind of, like, the style and uh, as a graphic designer, I am now inspired to make everything <laughs> look, <laughs> look like this, like <laughs> even though it's even though it looks like it it's because so of the limitations cool. of the medium yeah. you're using. And of course, using doing everything on a computer, you don't have those limitations. You're sort of like intentionally. But you know. weren't you telling me yesterday, or maybe I dreamed it, that um, they did the poster for like one of the Elvis shows mm-hmm. where he got like. Yeah. It was like one of the scandalous shows. Yeah, it was one of the ones where it was like it was segregated 
and he wasn't allowed to dance. He was supposed to stand there and he went and he wiggled and, and he did it anyway. Yeah, And then, then like the police, you know, kind of shut the whole thing down and it was sort of skyrocketed his early kind of, of popularity. Yeah. So that's that oh, poster wow. right there in the middle. So that gives you an idea of the kind of things that they do. It's very cool. Very, very cool. How could they be that creative using the limited yeah, things and it's, that they, it's, you know? Yeah, it's very cool. And, and it's, one of the things that's really neat is it's like the letters and even a lot of the art are things that, I mean, this one, this is probably, this is a modern one here, but they reuse the same letters and the same images and stuff like this over and over again. And little, little like decorative flourishes, like those stars on that Patsy Cline poster, uh-huh. you may see those same exact stars on another poster. Sure. Because that's just a little block that they can print and they will, you know, kind of figure out creative ways to yeah. rearrange it and stuff. So, yeah, it's very neat, very old school, very cool stuff. But, yeah, so I, I really, that. yeah, so I really enjoyed that. It was a very, very cool tour. They should make a computer program that limits you. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like, mm-hmm. okay, figure this out, tough guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the one, the one last thing I want to show, and then we'll get on to talk about something other than my vacation. Oh, wait, but first aid kit. So tell everybody oh. about that. So you went to see this band called first aid yeah, kit. So it's one of Aubrey's favorite. Yeah. Bands. The band we saw was called first aid kit. They were very, they're, they're one of my girlfriend's favorite bands. I really only know them from her playing them in the car all the time. And I'm wearing my, my concert t-shirt today <laughs> in uh, preparation for the talking about this on the show. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, very cool. They're from Sweden. They are Fleetwood Mac is probably the best kind of like classic thing to compare them to yeah. that most people would know. Florence and the Machine also is kind of similar. Uh, but yeah, they, they do a lot of harmony. It's They've got kind of like a folky kind of bass to them, but they will also mix in like pop music and synthesizers and little rock guitar, a little yeah. twangy guitar. So it's very cool. They, they really put on a, a great show. It was a lot of fun. fun. Yeah. Very yeah. 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 I never heard of them and I, I'm, I'm trying to find them now to listen. Yeah. To. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll look them up on Spotify or YouTube or something yeah. a little bit, but yeah, they just had a new album come out like uh late last year, early this year. So they're out touring it. Uh, yeah. Very, very cool. Like I said, if you like, Fleetwood Mac or like just sort of vocal harmonies, you would probably enjoy it. Sure. Uh, it was one thing I was surprised by at the concert. I thought it would, I thought everybody at that show would be like 24 to 35 female. Right. I like, I thought that like that is their demographic. There would not be anybody <laughs> outside. And I was wrong. It, there is just as many men there as women. And there was a lot of older couples there too, cool. which really, which kind of surprised me. I don't know if people just. Which you wonder is it? Is it just like date night? Let's go to the music venue. It doesn't matter who it is. There may or have been, especially it, since it was a horse historic venue. Yeah. So there may have been a little bit of that, but I think most people there were legitimate fans. Because I know that, like, um, when Jamie and I went down to. Asheville, the very first time we went, there's a really cool, in Asheville, North Carolina, there's a really cool music venue called the Orange Peel. Mm -hmm. And uh, we just went to go to the Orange Peel. We didn't know who we were even seeing. um, But it ended up being someone really, really cool. And we Mm -hmm. still listen to today, actually, both both bands but um, that we heard. But yeah, yeah, so I just wonder how many people just go to say, I went to the Ryman. I'm I'm sure there was some of that. But people... Everybody, I mean, it was a big cheering and stuff like that. So I think cool. most people were there for them. But I don't know. Um, talk about music. I will say this. So we didn't spend very much time on Broadway <laughs> Street, which is where all the honky tonks and stuff are. Yeah. Um, so that's like, yeah, the the strip where. Yeah. You know, like, like the main, like. Is that, that Broadway? Yeah, okay. That. <laughs> there there a, it is. There is a neon guitar in every window. We did not spend a whole lot of time here. Um but I will say this, 
Every single person we have had on Homegrown Happy Hour is better than every single person I heard playing on Broadway Street in Nashville. Some of it was rough. See, that's so weird because you think there's so much I, talent down I'm, in Nashville. I'm sure that it was there, and I'm sure we just didn't go to the <laughs> right place at the right it. time. The places we were, rough. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, you know. People were there doing what they were getting paid to do. Right. <laughs> um, oh, boy. So, and then, so two other things I want to mention. Uh, on the way out of Nashville, we stopped at an antique store. Mm-hmm. And I had kind of been saying, like, oh, we're in Nashville. I need a, I need a cowboy I need hat. a cowboy hat. I need a cowboy hat. And um, there's this one hat store, like, downtown I kind of wanted to go to. But it wasn't really close to anything else we went too and we drove by it once but we were really hungry and like we're not it's like it's time to eat it's not time it's not time to stop at the hat store (laughs) it's time to eat so we didn't get to go to the hat store so but we stopped at this little uh antique store yeah well it wasn't a little antique store it was a big antique store store. is freaking two warehouses but we're walking around and lo and behold right there is a Stetson hat (laughs) (laughs) and for for forty dollars is a hundred and like twenty dollar (laughs) hat and I was like well there we go and it fits and it fits your head and it looks great with my glasses I don't look dorky at all it it looks good yeah so killing it yeah so I came up I left Nashville with a cowboy hat it's not really a cowboy hat but hey that hat's like in style right now I think it's I think it's very stylish hat I don't know. How much I'm going to wear it in public, but Looks I'm wearing like it right ben now Davis today. Jr. should be well, wearing it. Well, yeah, I I don't want Ben to think that I'm like trying, trying to, to like copy, him. copy his hat game. You know what that would you could do is just make that a fun piece of decor in your house, like just put up a hook and hang it on the wall and I make could. that part of a little collage. Thing. I could. And then if you want to wear it, you can just take it off. Though. I might I might do that. I might Maybe. find a good spot to hang See? it. And it makes for a good um, story as I, to yeah, why you... I think it makes for a good story. You know, why you have a hat hanging on your wall. And mm-hmm. it is a Stetson. I, literally, yeah. it says Stetson yeah, on it. it's a Stetson hat. It is a Stetson crushable 100% wool water repellent hat made in the USA. And it is the Sturgis model. The Sturgis model. Yeah. Sounds fancy. So I think it's cool. So feel free to tell me in the comments how good I look in this hat. And so before we get off my vacation, there's one other thing that I want to mention. Yeah. So on our way home, we stopped in Cave City, Kentucky, which yeah. is near where Mammoth, <laughs> which is near Mammoth Cave, which is a national park. And we were looking for somewhere to stay in that area. And this it's pretty rural, so there's not a lot of hotels. Yeah. But we found <laughs> a little roadside motel. Yes. Uh it was teepees. <laughs> But it's like a hotel room within a teepee. Yeah. It's not really it's, like yeah. just an open teepee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So these have a shower. They have air conditioning. Yeah. Bed. Like all windows. The of yeah. It was. It was. This everything is straight out of a vacation movie. Yeah. For it, sure. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It's very very like Route sixty six kind of thing. So this is called Wigwam Village Number Two. <laughs> Uh, and it was built in 1937. Wow. So this guy, I don't remember his name off the top of my head, but he went out west. He saw a restaurant that looked like a teepee. He got inspired. He came back home to Kentucky and built a lunch counter slash gas stop that looked like a teepee. And pe- at the time, this was a main highway that uh-huh. a lot of people were going through there. Uh, this was, again, this was in the late 30s. So this was, uh, you know, pre-World War II. Uh-huh. Car Vacation by cars was kind of a new fad. Okay. And he was just kind of perfect timing for that. So a lot of people were stopping, <laughs> seeing, these te- seeing his lunch counter that looked like a teepee. Thought it was super cool. They were like, hey, you should make motel rooms that look like teepees. There you go. And he said, that is a great idea. So Doing he it. did. And he made a little motel park that looks like this. And then he made an, <laughs> and then he made another one like on the other side of town. And they were both successful. So then he went out west and started building these along Route 66 into California. Okay. And at one point he had like 12 
of these different motels, different, TP motels. different yeah, so different. So he called them wigwams. They're they're not wigwams. They're teepees. He just liked the word wigwam, I guess. Okay, what's the um, difference? Well, uh, I think I don't really. No, a wigwam, I think, was made out of like sticks, and it was more of a. Okay. And I, it was not a permanent structure, maybe. Okay. I don't know, um, but it was the early days. It was very much kind of like kitschy Native American themed. Yeah. So a lot of them have closed over time as like interstate highways were built and these yep. smaller uh, you know, state highways were used less and less and less sure. and bypassed. Uh, and then a lot of them were closed, demolished, um, whatever. This particular one is on the National uh, Registry of Historic Places. That's so fun. Uh, and it had fallen in pretty bad rep- disrepair. Uh-huh. And another company... Per- Couple purchased it in 2020, and they are in the currently still in the process of remodeling it, and they are very much remodeling it with the idea of this is a a part of like American history, not this is a kitschy Native American theme thing. They are okay. very much kind of saying like, in no way is this an accurate representation of so, Native American life. That was going to be my next question. Is this how how have they gotten by with this and with mm-hmm. it not being offensive yeah. to well, people? Well, they are they are very kind of upfront, like like they're like, this is cultural appropriation. It was cultural appropriation in the 30s and it's cultural appropriation now. We see this as being historically significant to the history of car travel in the United States, sure. vacationing in the United States. And, uh, you know, America's kind of love affair with, like, Native American culture from that era. And it it's really interesting. It's an interesting debate to have. Uh, they have a little book that was in all of the rooms that talked about the history of how these places were built. Uh, this is actually, cool. like, a patented design. Like, he has, oh. a, like, the original, he patented this. And I, I don't know who owns the patent now. But so it has all that history, but it also has talks about that conflict of it being cultural appropriation. Right. It talks about how, like, this is not how the Native Americans that are lived in Kentucky lived. Yeah. They did not there – there were – nobody built teepees in Kentucky. That's not how Native <laughs> Americans from that era lived. They talk about what Native Americans from that part of the world were, and they also talked about other kind of, like, rumors and – uh well, it sounds like uh, you they, know, they did like, it tastefully, yeah, you yeah. know, like, I mean, mm-hmm. there's such a, a fine line there. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's interesting, and it's an interesting debate to have, but yeah, it. but the bottom line is I had a lot of fun staying there, and it was, it was just kitschy and really fun. Uh, if you've seen the movie Cars, they stay in a hotel that looks an awful lot similar to that, uh, only instead of TPs, they're orange traffic cones, <laughs> so and it was obviously inspired by... The right. same guys, kind of villages. And if you've seen the new vacation movie, they yeah, stay, they in, stay a place. in a very similar place. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if that was one of this guy's TPs yeah, or know. not. I, don't it, know. I mean, it looks just like it. Yeah, so. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll, we'll look it up and see. Yeah, but it was it was very, very cool. cool. So we actually, so James is like showing us this place. Like when he was deciding whether he was going to stay or not, we we're all mm-hmm. like, "Yes, you have to. We have to know." Mm-hmm. So. um so then you sent us, well, you got there, you sent us a picture of the place. And I said, is there a TP within your TP? There was. And he sent me a picture there of was, the TP within was, the TP. There was su- sufficient TP inside of the TP. Yeah. 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 So I was glad to get that picture. Yeah. Was it soft? Uh, Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like, uh, you know, Charmin Ultra Salt or whatever, but it was, uh, you know... <laughs> It was serviceable. It was, it was, it was fine. Yeah. It was fine. Yeah. So no, that's so good. And you know, road trips while are very tiring, um, mm-hmm. can be so fun and cool because kind of it's like, I mean, you can have everything planned out, but it's almost like, you know, some yeah. things you just squirrel and you're like, squirrel. Oh, let's pull in here. Cause this oh, looks yeah. fun and whatever. So it gives you that luxury if you're flying somewhere if you're in the air you can't really do that mm-hmm. so yeah you just buy too many things on sky mall yeah they don't have those anymore no that's sad covid yeah. Yeah. but so that that was my vacation in the nutshell we also went so caving good. 
caving. <laughs> we took we took a short tour of a cave. Spelunking. Yeah. <laughs> you want to throw up one of the two of those pictures just real quick, Dylan. Yeah, that um, was really actually So this really was really cool. cool. We didn't we were weren't able to actually go to Mammoth Cave, so we went to a privately owned cave that was just a few miles away from Ma- Mammoth Cave yeah. that's Look not that. actually connected to Mammoth Cave. Mammoth Cave is like 400 miles of tunnels and somehow not connected to this. <laughs> Do you get like claustrophobic and nervous? It wasn't down too there? bad. I, a little bit when we first went in, but it wasn't too bad. Got I, over it. I don't pretty know fast. if I could do that. Yeah, it was. Once you kind of acclimate to it, it's fine. Okay. Yeah, or at least I was. I mean, I don't really love being in a place that you can't get out of. But. Uh, yeah. How do you get? Um, how do you get like into? Oh, they had stairs. They like built walk, stairs. Hike? Yeah. Oh, okay. They built stairs. Yeah. They even built a little kind of like house around it. So it's like protected and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They, uh, this was interesting. So they had like steel doors. Uh, so there were two ways in and out of it and they had steel doors on it. And the reason that they did it that way is because air would just flow through it and it would make it really humid and stuff like that. Oh. So you got to keep it closed so it keeps nice and cool so that the cave kind of has proper like humidity and stuff to gotcha. you know since grow. we messed with it and man-made things we need mm-hmm. to at yeah. least take care of it yeah 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 so it was pretty neat uh yeah it was really really cool so we had a That's great awesome. time good uh which brings us back to here where i wasn't that's right and dylan was filling in that's right and we had somebody come in uh to be interviewed for the paper and they were like well we i was really hoping to get on the radio and talk about this and you know it was later in the day so we weren't able to make that happen and dylan was like hey i'll interview you and we'll play it on the show next week so so good yeah so dylan you want to introduce this yeah so uh, this is someone that went to my high school and they were juniors i was a senior and when i was a senior i remember like getting into all these like busy things just kind of like gonna get your name out there do something big yeah and that's what this person has been doing in their summer they went to two different trips, the Buckeye Rural Electric Co-op Youth Tour and the YCAT Leadership Retreat. Okay. And in this video, I ask her all about that. And yeah. Who is her? Deanna. Deanna Houston. Okay. And she goes to Jackson High School. So she'll be a senior this year. Yeah. And she was also the Apple Festival second attendance. Okay. Okay. Very good. Nice. Well, we will... In the show today with uh, Dylan's interview. Yeah, very All good. Right. Hi, this is Dylan Euler. I'm an intern here at Total Media, and I have Deanna Houston. She uh, is a high school YCAT leader and Apple Festival second attendant. Deanna was recently chosen for the Buckeye Rural Electric Tour. What, what, what was it called again? Buckeye Electric Co-op Youth Tour. Co-op Youth Tour. And she was also chosen for the YCAT leadership tour or trip. Leadership retreat. <laughs> leadership retreat. All right. So, Diana, tell us a little bit about the Buckeye Rural. The Buckeye Rural Electric Co-op trip. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it was a Washington D.C. trip that was taking high school students from the grades sophomore and juniors. Uh, I was the only Jackson County person picked for this to get into the application, I had to um, write two essays, I had to get letter for, letters of recommendations, and then if you pass that round, you got a second round, and in that round, you had to take a test of true and false questions, and then write two essays over what electric co-ops are, and the history of electric co-ops, and how it helped rural communities. And yeah. Then, yeah. And she was the only one from Jackson High School, which I think is pretty cool because, like, it's not too often one of our own gets sent for something bigger. Okay. So I think that's really neat. And then uh, you said that you saw, like, a bunch of cool sites and such. Yes. So um, this was, like, almost an eight-day trip. Um, it was about a six- to seven-, eight-hour drive. Okay, I just said over a lot of random numbers, but um, that was about how long it was. Um we were, I was with 36 other applicants. We rode a tour bus up to Washington, D.C. The first night we stayed at a hotel and we kind of got to know each other. And that next morning we drove up to another hotel 
and we got to meet, I got to meet Texas. Texas actually was leaving that day. The co-ops from Texas left that day and I got to actually, we do this thing called pin trading. So we had little lanyards with our names on it. And then we all got like, I got 20 Ohio pins, but I kept one for myself. And then you can trade your Ohio pin for another state pin. So I actually got Texas's pin that day. I got a couple other ones. I think I got three North Carolina ones that day too. It's a lot of pins. Yeah. <laughs> I think I ended up with 40 pins by the end of the week. Obviously, um, with such a big groups, like Tennessee, for example, had over 200 applicants. And so they had from like three different areas of Tennessee came. But for Ohio, we only had 36 because it's kind of a kind of picky program. Like they pick and choose. So it just depends how many they want to take. So I like throughout the trip, I met different states. It's so funny to hear everybody's accents like Missouri, Mississippi people and Missouri people. They have like the most Southern accents you could ever hear. But then you have, um, oh, what state? And uh, you sent me a few photos of your trip, so yep. I wanted to go through those real quick. Yeah. Okay, so that was a boat riverboat trip we took the first night. So that was the same day we came to our hotel, met a couple other states, and we went to a couple memorials that day as well. But in the evening, we went on this boat ride, and it got to pass all the main monuments. We passed the Capitol building. And I think, if I can remember, South Dakota, Louisiana... Ohio and New Jersey were all on this boat. So we had like almost 300 people on this boat. It's a lot of people yeah. on a boat. This photo was a memorial. Um, we watched a marching band that evening and then we took pictures. So before this, we had taken a picture with our entire group. And then this is a picture with me and my friends. And honestly, I didn't think I was going to be good at making friendships throughout this trip or like everyone was saying like the week's gonna go by so fast you're like not even like I had never met any of these people before and the first night was they picked two people and you were rooming them with them in a hotel and it was kind of awkward at first but then the second night we were at a different hotel so I got to ha actually the person that was my roommate I had made friends with her earlier on in the next day so I'm like wow I just got to roommate with somebody I just made friends with and then I made a couple other friends and it was just nice to experience something. And I just, it's so hard because we're all like two, four hours away from each other. Yeah. And one of my closest friends is only an hour away from me. So we hope to make plans this next coming year. But it's just crazy from this experience. I made friendships I didn't think I was going to be able to make. Yeah. And it looks like that's a, is that like the entire group of everybody? Yes. Picture, we're actually at the Supreme Court House. So that day is when we got to talk to a couple senators from Ohio. And I actually got to talk to the... I had a representative, and I got to talk to J.D. Vance. Um, so I got to kind of experience a lot bigger of a environment that I've ever been in. So it's definitely something different than yeah. I've ever done before. And it also rained all that day. That was actually <laughs> my birthday. That was the day of my birthday. And I just remember, like, I feel so miserable right now. And <laughs> we had to talk to all these, like, senators and representatives. I didn't really know who they were. We had prepared questions to ask them about rural co-ops, electric co-ops. And then also we had just, like, like we talked about teacher shortages and other stuff. So it was definitely an experience I'll probably never be able to get again. Yeah. I mean, it's good that people from our area get to go on bigger trips like this. And it's nice of the... Buckeye Rural to provide this opportunity yeah, for students. Yeah, it was a full expense paid trip. I even got $200 that week for meal money. And I think I left, I had like $70 left I spent on like t-shirts and pens. And that's another cool thing for them to do, provide money for the trip. So it's like all expenses mm -hmm. paid. Yep, I didn't have to pay a single dime. Nice. And on to YCAT, because you did too. <laughs> yes, <laughs> my June was quite busy. Yeah, it sounds like a busy June. So the YCAT is in like a bigger organization, but they have one at our high school and you're one of the leaders of that. So yes. how did, exactly did you get chosen for this? So for this trip, so I am a, one of the leaders or co-advisors for the Youth Climate Action Team at our Jackson High School and Rural Action that actually started up YCAT for our school. Mrs. Siders put out a thing and I had originally went to just a YCAT retreat back in April and we stayed the night um, at um, Hawking Hills 
Oh, I don't remember the name of the camp. I think I might have actually been on the, one of those trips to yes, Hawking Yes, you were Hills. the year before. Yeah. And then we had another retreat. And I actually got to talk to a couple OU professors because I want to go into environmental science or geology. But I'm also hoping to go to South Carolina for school. So Yeah, and that's something that our community and just the world in general could use more of people like focusing on the environment as yes. a career. And nobody really realizes that there's so many environmental jobs, especially in geology and marine biology, that yeah. like nobody's even heard of. Like when I told my mom, I'm like, I want to be a geologist. She's like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. And um, then, uh, they, you know, they provided this trip. And I believe you said it was partially for like teaching leadership skills. Would yes, you say you've learned like some leadership skills through it? Yes, it was a lot of it, the entire trip was for leadership. And like the first official day. We climbed up Spruce Knob and like knee-length ferns. There was rocks everywhere. I swear I was going to sprain an ankle. I actually broke my boots that day. I had oh. um, rubber boots and I like rubber hiking boots and I actually ripped through them on both sides from the rocks. And I think where we used a compass and a map and we had to That's use... That's not it. That's not it either. That's <laughs> not it either. To, um... There we go. Yeah. So this is uh, the Yurks are behind us. One second which is <laughs> the Yurks are behind us in that picture and the pictures don't do you justice. Now I didn't have my phone on this trip because there's really no connection out there. So there's no point, but our leaders did take a couple pictures. I think I had like 20 pictures of total cause we were just so busy, but there's the views were crazy. I mean, there's mountains everywhere. And I just think that's my friend Lacey and then my friend Eric and Honestly, I have never grown so close to somebody. So like these people, like I grew so close to these people because it is a, like we're sleeping in a tent by ourselves in the middle of nowhere. And the fact that I got to do that with these people was amazing. But it, it was like responsibility, like taking care of yourself. Like we went in a cave and actually our person that was leading the cave hike, she actually got super nervous. So this was actually, there was a cave convention that week. So it got, we are literally this cave has a river in it so there's mud everywhere you're crawling through the, like the tiny tiniest holes ever and my leader or like our person that was leading it she was she got scared like the last 10 minutes we were this close to the end of the cave and she got nervous so she had to have a minute to herself we had a minute to ourselves like like how are we feeling how's our health feeling are we feeling any anxiety or any of this this is a very like talk to each other kind of group and we ended up going back the opposite way because we just didn't feel comfortable and the closing that were all her surroundings were completely different from this convention happening so I think what I mostly learned from that trip was responsibility and taking over everybody's health and safeness over your pride because when you're too prideful you kind of just see oh me you I like it's not like a everybody else we kind of situation so I definitely yeah. learned that from and that. I'd say that's a pretty good lesson to learn so mm -hmm. it's a good thing they provided this for people at the high school you know just yep. giving younger people an opportunity to learn these kind of lessons mm -hmm. well uh, I think that's about all we had to cover and you know thank you Diana for coming in and that was it goodbye <laughs> and that was goodbye. it goodbye <laughs> good job Dylan yes no, that's that's really cool. She has like a lot of interesting uh, lessons that she learned over mm -hmm. over her time. Yeah, oh yeah, very cool. Yeah, very cool. Hey, uh, it is Jackson Tuesday. County Fair is going on today. Jackson County Fair today is Sheep Day. Sheep Day and Goat Day. Goat Day. <laughs> Remember uh, when we were talking to Matt McKee's daughters at the fair last year, and we we're like, "What's your favorite part of the fair?" And the one little girl was like, "Goats." <laughs> 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 hey out of the mouths of babes right um but yeah today is uh tuesday sponsored by west banco uh there at the fair so i want to give them a shout out um junior fair showmanship sheep and market sheep going on this morning and then we go straight into the goat show um mm -hmm. goats goats and that'll go through uh, the afternoon. There's going to be, I don't know what 4-H demonstrations are, but mm -hmm. they're going well, to be at the 4-H like, building. I think too. that's the non-animal projects. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Um, the ride's open from 2 to 10. 
Yeah. And the the radio will be there from two to five, I believe. Uh, you know, you know who the on the go radio crew is this afternoon? Who? Porterhouse and Dylan. Dylan, all right. <laughs> so tune in to uh, WKOV between two and five, and you might hear that. Dylan on uh, on there with Porterhouse. Our sweet Dylan. Yeah, and then at three o'clock is the Junior Fair Market Goat Showmanship. Mm-hmm. Uh, at four is the Open and Junior Fair Market Goat Breeding Show. At six o'clock is the Junior Fair Market Goat Show, and then at seven is the truck and tractor pull on the Blissio Foods Grandstand brought to you by Southeastern Ohio Pulling Series. Yeah, and if you haven't ever been to the truck and tractor pull, number one, wear your earplugs. But number two, it is so cool. Yeah. It is so fun. Yeah. And they have, like, when you say tractor, I talked about this the other day, it's not like your John Deere tractor. Like, I mean, I think they have those too, but, like, I mean, we're talking about these tractors. Yeah, are they're like, like have monster like, truck tractors. Yeah, they yeah. have like jet engines in them and stuff, like mm-hmm. crazy stuff. Yep. So to watch those things pull uh, the sled is really, really cool. So, yeah, get out to the fair today. $10 admission gets you in, gets you everything. The rides, mm-hmm. the grandstand entertainment, the junior fair, all of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then tomorrow night, I, we're going to be out there sometime tomorrow. Tomorrow, yes. Yeah, but I also want to mention that tomorrow, Wednesday, is senior day, so senior citizens get in free. There you go. Yeah. So, so I get in free tomorrow. Yeah, since, you know, you graduated high school in 1976. <laughs> that was the bicentennial. I hate you. I didn't miss you. While you're gone. <laughs> I'm sure you did. <laughs> All right. Well, we do have to get out of here for the day. Got lots and lots of things uh, to cover today. And then uh, we will be back tomorrow. Do we have a guest tomorrow? We do. Uh, we are going to talk about uh, a nonprofit group tomorrow. Oh, cool. We're going to learn Love about that. what they do. Helping. Yeah. Love that. All right. Well, have a great day, everyone. And we'll see you right back here tomorrow. Get out to the fair and enjoy it. Bye-bye. This just in. The Telegram News has a new website. TheTelegramNews.com. Same dedicated coverage. Same trustworthy news with a brand new look. Covering Jackson and Benton County and surrounding areas. Locally owned and operated, TheTelegramNews.com has its finger on the pulse of the community. Stay up to date on local events, high school sports, and breaking news. TheTelegramNews.com. Subscribe today at TheTelegramNews.com. Check it out.